we just watched the documentary The Donut King. Yes, my favorite. Fuck, that's a good fucking documentary. It makes you want to work fucking harder all the time. We're doing <laughs> oh, time. I don't know about that. Damn I was it. just like, it made me realize that making donuts is hard fucking work, man. True story. True story. The the one baker that uh, taught the guy when they go back to go see him and he's just fucking hunched over, just like right. curled up. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's just his donut making position that he's had for <laughs> 70 years. And he's just stuck like that. It's like, fuck, bro. I don't have the fortitude to make donuts. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. <laughs> and no Scott, so Jeff didn't know what to do. I waiting. know I gave him a beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome. No Scott today, no Brogan, and uh, we're just going to be uh, doing a Sunday sermon, definitely a Sunday hangover party, which we'll get into, or hangover podcast because of a party last night, which we will get into. We got some other things, some controversial postings and articles that I've found, and maybe that's so much more. Thank you for listening. You can find all of our older podcasts and information at gritcitypodcast.com. You can, I mean, you can find us on all your podcatcher apps as well. All that different, all that different stuff, all those fun things. And uh, thank you for listening. We're live in our Discord channel, which again, you can find out at gritcitypodcast.com. Click in, listen live. You can be a part of the event, much like our uh, very good friend to Compton Files who uh, gives us a what up, dudes, when we're in here. We're in the morning. We're here. We're hanging out, making shit happen. Uh, I want to give a little bit of shout-out to, to Compton because it's kind of entertaining just seeing the Facebook page because when he comments on our stuff, uh, as he did on one of our recent posts, it says, nice. to Compton Files, parentheses, 100,000-plus followers. And it, it's like it lets you know when the the big boys are talking to you, so that's kind of entertaining. And I'm like, right on, yeah. And it's like I know that guy. He was at I my know. barbecue, and we had a great time. That's what I thought too. I thought, hey, I was at a barbecue with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's oh, never no. seen it, but yeah, that was uh, it, it happens when uh, you comment on stuff to Compton. Yeah, no, when we did the. Uh... The ninety nine roulette at the party. <laughs> like afterwards, we were we were heading back to the house, and uh, the wife was asking, you know, who was that? I was like, oh, that was Tecompton Files. She's like, she one hundred percent fangirled. <laughs> I love I love the site. I love I love Brandon. I think he's an amazing guy, and it's one of the um, biggest, most polarizing. Uh, Facebook pages, definitely for Tacoma. And some people will, will be shitty about it. But I look at it this way. 
that and their Discord channel is a way for you to get information about what's going on in your city in a real-time event. And that's what I use it for. It's raw data. It's people doing and talking about things that are happening around you. And it shows a bit of the uh, the, the, the more intense side occasionally um, with the goings-on in Tacoma. There is crime, like any other big city, and it lets you keep a realistic view on that sort of aspect of it. So it's one of those things where you want to check it out. And as he even says himself in our Discord chat, it's not very kid-friendly. So just remember what? that. Maybe not read the comments all the time unless you want to do a deep dive into some interesting takes. But Sometimes, sometimes life is not kid-friendly. You know what I'm saying? Truth. Truth. No, go back, going back to the comments, at the very least, you'll find a lot of people that you want to avoid. So. <laughs> a lot of the times, yes. Um, but for the raw data and the information on that, it is very helpful. There have been plenty of times where I've heard something go down uh, or I will hear sirens. And uh, you know what? I kind of want to find out exactly what's going on. And I get that in real time. So that's where we go with that. So shout outs to, to Compton Files. Let's get into the meat and the, uh, the meat and the bread on this podcast by starting off with a massive congratulations not only to a multiple-time guest, one of the guys whom we've had on uh, for the very first podcast with Brogan and Scott, for the very first podcast when we came back, and a continual guest and just a great guy, Rusty, him and his now wonderful wife, Autumn, who has been a constant listener. She makes sure to tell Rusty when we mention him on the podcast because that son of a bitch will never actually listen to his own voice on our podcast or just listen to his friends on his podcast. Um, but she is a dedicated listener and a wonderful friend, and they now are uh, wed. I was uh, I was gonna say something else beyond that, but that is just oh, that's exactly what it was. They had a wonderful wedding uh, at their uh, home in Tacoma. We uh, managed to attend it on what would be probably the uh, hottest day of uh, at least the summer yeah. so far, and not in. I mean, there was like hotter days in May. But this was definitely the hottest day of the week. It ramped up to this, and now today is going to be a, uh, as we record live, uh, probably not almost 90 degrees, and in 90 degrees in some areas. And hoo-wee, it was hot. They had misters. They had a some tents set up, and Brogan did come by with his camper van with the AC, so we hung out in there yeah. for a little oh, bit. He, yeah, no, he <laughs> absolutely saved us. I was melting. Oh, and that was... The funny part about um, a wedding is you ask about wedding attire. And uh, I think it was stated at some point, um, Autumn said, no shorts. Like, it's yeah, not a shorts the, thing. Uh, yeah, that was at the barbecue. I flat out asked her. I said, look, you know, middle of July, it might be hot. You know, what's the attire? And flat out was told no shorts. So I came in full slacks, button up. And, and I was, uh, was going to do the same thing. I had I had my slacks out. I had a button up, long sleeve set up, and then Michelle was like, "Go outside and just try to stand out there for ten minutes." And I looked at her in the eye and I was like, "No." 
And so then I was trying to figure out what the fuck to wear. And she's like, well, why don't you wear your kilt? And I was like, fuck, yes. It's the it's the one thing that I have worn for weddings before. And I specifically wore or bought for a wedding. So I'm like, I'm in. It's not shorts. And I still it's my dress kilt because that's the only kilt I have. And I'm on the clear. I walk it. I, we, we pull up. We uh, got a, got ourselves a lift being, uh, you know, very responsible people. Oh, my God. That's another story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that, too. And first thing I see, good old friend Ray wearing a kilt. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be the only one. This is perfect. So we go out there. And then as I'm noticing, I'm looking around. Nearly everybody is wearing shorts. And I was uh, like, dress hmm. shorts, dress shorts, but shorts. And I'm like, some people did not abide by the dress code. And then I see, then I see Derek, and Derek's got a frowning face, a mile wide, mile long, <laughs> straight down. He's like, it is hot. I'm like, yep. And um, but I uh, I didn't get too overheated. And Derek, uh, you definitely stayed for the wedding and then didn't stick around for the uh, reception afterwards because you oh, yeah. looked so yeah, miserable, we, man. <laughs> yeah, we bounced like we had a couple drinks. We said hi. You know, we stayed for the ceremony. And uh, yeah, pretty much once they were like, hey, we're doing pictures. And it was like a half hour of that. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm i good. Yeah. And it was like, like no disrespect to them. Congrats, Autumn and Rusty. Love you guys. But no, it was way too goddamn hot. Yeah. And it was, I mean... Uh, I just, I was sweating until we got home the whole time and they had, I mean, they were, they were straight up set up for it though. They had the little misters in the, uh, on the side yard. They had tons of water, tons of other drinks, all um, iced, yeah. all, yeah, just, it was, it was set up and done perfectly. Um, mm-hmm. and the wedding itself was, was fantastic. Uh, Narin previous guest on the show great comedian and probably the greatest minister of all time if you uh yeah. listen to his own words uh, he uh he put together a really good i don't want to call it a set but it it did feel like that with wedding it's a set yeah yeah with <laughs> yeah. uh with wedding va- with wedding uh stuff in uh, set up in it and it almost yeah. essentially turned into a roast of rusty for a little bit which i do uh i do enjoy yeah and uh, uh yeah it was beautiful Loved it all. They looked wonderful, matching uh, purple tennis shoes, which I thought were uh, fantastic. And just the whole thing was just a great vibe and got to see a lot of cool people. Some people I haven't seen in many years and right. uh, a lot of new friends who we just recently met at a, I met at a bachelor party. <laughs> right. And that's what I thought was really cool, too. You really get to know who uh, Rusty is from his friends and family. And none of them had a bad thing to say. They all just said, hey, man, we grew up and it was rough, you know. Yeah. But, hey, there's always love there. And I think, and and like I said, gratitude to his, his uh, and blessings to his mom because, you know, she raised those guys to be the humans they are, you know. Oh, 100%. Um, and that was like, it's like the, the Tacoma vibe. Like, it was a lot of people who have known them for many years through whatever you know just through partying through hanging out through just general friendship and being able to have all of these people from all of these different backgrounds come together uh and celebrate the two of them 
was just a great was a great time. Yeah, and you know what? Each and every one of those, from the youngest child to the oldest person, I'd want to back me up in a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely true. Like everyone's got right. love, but if uh if they need to oh. throw down, they'd do it. They would. They'd bust a bottle. Any, any one of them would. We would pick up a bottle, bottle and bust it just to have. Man, yeah. Uh, I wasn't worried. I felt safe. You know, because you oh, know when yeah. you say, "Hey, it's in Tacoma," you never know. Uh, but <laughs> I know. But yeah, that that was that was cool. That was that was a real fun family uh, atmosphere experience. You know, even being new, I'm, I'm a new rusty friend. You know. Yeah, so. and that was even going through all of that and. Like, uh, they were doing the speech stuff and I got up and said a few words and it was like, you know, I've known Rusty since the, essentially the Norwest con days and just as him being kind of the angry guy in the corner who will, uh, give you an insult, but also just hang out and bullshit with you and just, and just recently, you know, uh, being friends with autumn and just how good and how well they match up together. And that was the one thing everyone said it was. They're just, they're a perfect pair. And right. I think uh, even just like having them having known each other for so long, and they stated so in the, even in the wedding vows and everything, like it made them grow into the people they are now to fit perfectly as perfect pe- puzzle pieces. They're just, they're just wonderful people. Right. And, and very, uh, the people there were creative because there was some comedians there, you know, like, <laughs> li- li- literal comedians and then wannabe comedians. Oh, yeah. And people heckling from the from the audience. Oh, yeah. right. That was the best part. Like you would just get people giving a, a little bit and even Rusty was like, don't heckle me at my own wedding. Well, I'll get you later. <laughs> <laughs> So I loved it. I loved all of it. And major congratulations to them. And uh, many years, many fun things. They didn't necessarily have a themed wedding. There were some aspects of it, but it was very nice. I almost expected since um, he did propose in front of the Millennium Falcon in Disneyland. And he's a very big Star Wars fan. I was almost expecting a uh, type of a themed uh, themed wedding, but that did that was not the case. You right. had Jeff, you had a themed wedding, didn't you? Yeah, kind of a rockabilly theme. Yeah, the um, black and the red was fucking tight on that too. You guys look great. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah, we worked on that. Uh, even the custom tattoo for Robin, custom design, all the all the artwork was custom. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fun. And I, I think it helped in the relationship too. Cause I was with what that guy was saying about, Oh no, what Rusty was saying about, he didn't know how to explain it, but he wasn't getting just a wife or a love or whatever. He's getting more of a partner mm-hmm. where he didn't have to worry about shit. You're with Robin and she's fucking awesome, man. She partied last night. She got oh, down. She... It was awesome, man. Oh, oh man. She did. I'm bummed. I missed that. <laughs> oh, and she deserves it because because she worked she worked hard, you know. Like I said, she's mm-hmm. been on point for the past almost month, you know, just working hard. So I was really glad that she got to uh, feel comfortable enough, let to, loose uh, a little bit, and have loose, some fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek, did you have a themed wedding or anything, or how did yours go down? Uh, yeah. So it it was loosely themed. Um, 
we got married because we're we're nerds and just the timing kind of worked out. Uh, we actually got married on Halloween. Nice. And so uh, when we came down, we all had. So the one thing we wanted to have a costume party, and both the my parents and her parents shot that down. Like, <laughs> if you do that, we're not paying for it. Oh so, shit! Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so we we had to be a little flexible, but we all came down with a uh, little masquerade masks that matched our colors and whatnot. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's hell. And then cool. uh, where we got married, like we had uh, the mighty lurch. He was oh. our officiant, so That's he was up awesome. there with his sledgehammer and his, <laughs> his kilt and everything. See, kilts are always wedding attire. If you're doing a summer, straight up, like if you're doing a summer wedding or if you're attending a summer wedding, like seriously, hit up Utila kilts or do whatever. But that's what I did, and I've had that kilt for over a decade. doesn't come out that often, just special events, and you will keep, you'll at least get a breeze. Like, serious. <laughs> you get past a no shorts rule. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not against the GCP picking up a, a, a kilt. Uh, oh, un- shit. Un- uniform type type of thing. Something made with a little GCP patch on it. You think something. we could get um, Scott to wear a kilt? He would wear one. He'd do. We talked about it off and on every time because we get fucking high and stoned and drunk <laughs> when we talk about shit. But w- this has been going on longer than putt stuff. I think the kilt... Uh, that passed a long time ago. Yeah, shit. We were okay. all supposed to get utility kilts or something like that. Long, oh long man, time ago. Maybe, maybe we should all get get a get a kilt with a with and get a patch, get a GCP I, patch, and just get it sewn on there. Yeah, right on our butts. <laughs> right. It could be our. It could be our uh, My Little Pony cutie mark. I, I think it's after every con, every convention. <laughs> We 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 vote that we yeah we'll get kilts to wear. At the yeah, that convention. should be our uniforms. And we never G- do it. A GCP yeah. shirt and a kilt. Ah, uh, which I mean we've got some convention stuff coming down the pike. Uh, so be listening to us. Uh, in the near future, we'll make that announcement. But big news. Yeah, stuff that we found out that we're super stoked about. So uh, come November, you're gonna see us live again. But I mean, in just a couple of days. If you're going to go down to Parkland Putters, you're going to hang out with us and fucking see some putt stuff. Well, I mean. Oh, yeah. It's, part- it's going to be an absolute blast. It's Particip- going to be a shit show. Participate, We're going to make it work. Participate in putt stuff. Um, We're a little bit closer now to getting the trophy. I think the trophy's going to be done this week, which should probably be a good idea since we've got um a podcast on or we've got the event on Saturday. And Parkland Putters, we're gonna be taking over that bitch, and well, I mean, not taking it over, but we're gonna bring uh be bringing a bunch of people down and having some fun, doing a doing it doing it. I don't even know how we're gonna win this trophy, and hopefully, we're gonna get the glue this week so we can put it together. But the wife figured it out. It's going to be a ratchet trophy. And I just hope that all of the pieces don't like melt or break as we're trying to put this thing together. Or oh, sh- the trophy is so excited when yes. I was chatting with her about that trophy yesterday. This trophy is going to be um, it, it, as long as we can build it correctly. But it might be it might have some assembly required. We'll see what happens on on that aspect <laughs> of it. I like that. Yeah, we're trying to get we're trying to get there, trying to make it happen. But um, also, uh, I'm I'm we're both somewhat crafty and we've got lots of crafty friends 
So um, we will uh, we'll, we'll see how this all, all works out on that aspect. At the Compton Files, it wants a tilt ca- kilt cast. We need. I know he's doing some chanting cast. for some kilt cast, like, and he even posted a link in our live chat as we're recording. Um, just looking, at, he did a Google search for tactical kilts, and you can get some good <laughs> ones there. I will recommend Utila Kilt up in Seattle because that is where I got mine, and. But I mean, I'm going for a. I went for a, a fairly nice one. It was for a wedding, so when I walked in there, I was like, "I'm looking for one that can be like." I said daily wear, but it's not like I'm wearing a kilt every day. Uh, but also, that's nice enough to wear for a wedding. We went through them all, sized them up, figured it out, and uh, they got me rolling. And this was a long time ago, but I know they're still doing stuff. So, I would say check them out for all your kilt needs. But if you have any other suggestions, I don't know if there's a local Tacoma kilt place, to be honest. But if they are, maybe we can figure it out and find out what's going on with all of that as well. I'm down for a kilt cast, though. That'd be fun. As long as it's in the summer, it's pretty great. Uh, Right. So we're going to hit a controversial part right now in in our podcast. I found a post on Reddit because we're going to just be uh, scooping some things from Reddit now. But this was one of those ones where I wouldn't have taken a whole lot of, uh, like, I really wouldn't have even addressed this until I saw just how everyone basically roasted this poster in probably the most hilarious way possible. If you go to the Tacoma Reddit, there will be a kind of consistent talk of, where should we go? We just got here. Where should we live? Is Tacoma safe? And these are all kind of the same posts that always happens. And then yeah, also, and, uh, how much is this truck worth? Oh yeah, exactly. The 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 poor Toyota Tacoma posters who are trying to figure out their uh, their car issues. Um, no, our slash Tacoma is not for your truck unless you drive a Toyota Tacoma in Tacoma, and then you can. That'll probably work out. But then another one of them would be, which are the best donut places or which are the best pizza places? And if you don't know, um, we are not um, at a... uh, 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 There there are a lot. We'll just say there are a lot of pizza places in Tacoma. So trying to rank them is sometimes I feel like a fool's errand. And this person, known as Leashed Kids on Reddit, give you your proper credit for your bad post, um, has tried pizza from 30 different places, and here are my rankings. And they did give the caveat and mention that this is just my opinion, and then wanted to promote more discussion and say, hey, I like, you know, what are your favorite ones? And they came out, Interestingly, um, saying like the best, the top S tier are both Abella's and Cloverleaf, with Abella's and Cloverleaf coming out ahead there. Uh, the A tier, starting off with Casamia, which no longer is in existence as of this last week. They are actually the old Casamia place in Lakewood is being. Um, uh, has been turned over to Puget Sound Pizza, and they're going to have their uh, third location there. So they'll be in Spanaway, Tacoma, downtown Tacoma, 
and now in Lakewood. Um, number four is Slice of Life, which I think is a fantastic pizza place right off of about 80th and Pacific. Um, just a little deli that sells some amazing pizza. Um, Salamones, Zeke's, Camp Colvos, Ferrelli's, and Hank's uh, max out the A-tier stuff. So far, I'm like, all right, this doesn't seem so bad. And then we start getting into, like, the B-tier. And this is where this shit goes kind of off the rails. Um, I, I'll be honest, some of them I haven't tried. But in the B-tier, there's only four in the B-tier, which are Westside Pizza, Papa Murphy's, Pizza Time, and Mod Pizza. I have a feeling that this B-tier is just a troll tier. I don't know anything about Westside Pizza, but you just hit three fucking chains. And I'm going to be honest, Pizza Time is like zero rank. This is the pizza you don't buy. This is the pizza that when we had friends at the game store would bring it by for everyone to snack on, we wouldn't eat it. Like, he worked there, he would bring it, it was free, and we would not eat it. And I don't think that they've changed since I've been gaming. And so having that up as number 12 on a list of 30 uh, is a crime. I'm just going to say that on that. And then with the C tier, we hit, and there's hitting some interesting ones, too, because it's just like Pizza Pizzazz, which I haven't had, so I can't mark on that. Costco, which I feel is better than Pizza Time at the very least. Uh, Tacoma Pie, which is going to be better than any of those chains. The Rock, which I think should just kind of be lower. And if you're going for the Rock pizza, they're not bad. They're fine pizzas, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. It, you're going for the vibe. Yeah. Or it, or for a bucket of booze. Exactly. Like you're going because you're going to get shit tanked off of a little bucket, <laughs> a little sand bucket of booze. Um, Sorello's Puget Sound Pizza, which is down at number 19 which I, I feel is bullshit because it's a staple, I feel, in this area. And sure, maybe not like A tier or S tier, but definitely better than a Papa Murphy's, a Pizza Time, a Mods. Like, that's the stuff I, that was, I was like, what the fuck? I, I 100% agree with that. Like, Puget Sound Pizza, I am a, a, a new convert over to their food uh, since hanging out with GCP fantastic pizza i have a feeling that kind of what this list is doing is like hey your b tier is kind of your generic pizzas yeah like that's that's why it fills that spot and puget sound pizza fantastic pizza but if you're looking for like just a regular ass pizza i probably wouldn't go then and i really one of my favorite things with psp is i i like their standard pizzas but i really love their pizzas of the month where they get a little exactly a little weird with it the 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 dill that they did the dill pizza was fantastic the reuben pizza they've done is fantastic the shroom pizza they've done has been fantastic like yeah we had the uh mexican street tacos when we were nice. hanging out after axe throwing yeah that's right those things they have really really good pizza you just they they shine when it comes down to those specialty pizzas of the yeah. month that's when 100% you should check this out and then it like even in the C tier, at the bottom of the C tier was Domino's. And then at the end of it, it just kind of goes crazy, and I don't even care at this point. Because after Domino's, it's like Whole Foods, Papa John's, Sammy's, Steph's, Pizza Hut, Godfather, Roundtable, Sbarro. 
which I forgot there was a Sabaro, um, Met Market, and then Little Caesars. I would actually put Little Caesars above Pizza Time. So, but I'm still not getting those pizzas. I mean, the joke with Little Caesars, it's like, we've got our pizzas. They're hot and ready. They're like, are they good? They're hot and ready. And that's about it. So right. if you need if you I, need a pizza, you can get it. Like there's the different price points with all of them, and they all have right. their bonuses. Just don't eat pizza time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. We used to have some like I have some favorites from like my childhood with re- you know restaurants and stuff that aren't there anymore. You know, we had like a Chatterbox pizza, and they showed like a um, movie of like Three Stooges. They just play it on like the wall. Oh yeah, you know? and they play old timey music, and and it was just kind of a fun family thing. And Hubby's Pizza, I think there's still one in like Tri Cities. Whenever we go down, we try to get one. You know, well, and they've missed. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Tacoma, but um, I mentioned I think either in this podcast before, but the gas station pizza, um. There's a legit, on Canyon Road, there's a shell station that does pizza that is legit by the slice. And even on this list, they didn't even mention Salamones. Like, Salamones wasn't even... uh, Spuds wasn't on there? Spuds wasn't on there. Like, there are so many other ones that it's just like, holy crap. And even in our comments right here with Tecompton, he says, that shit sounds sponsored. Kind of agree with that. And then he even mentioned, I love smoking Papa Murphy's pizzas oh yeah and i and i agree i i have used my traeger to smoke uh papa murphy's pizzas and it's fantastic like but you got to do a little work with them but for a take and bake they're they're great i eat them all the time but when i'm ranking them it's not gonna be that high it's not gonna be a number 11 on this list i i could probably find 11 other pieces i would even i would even say the loose wheel with their hubcap pizza just for the simple fact of a, it's in a hubcap, which is hilarious, but also they pile the toppings on too. So there's a lot on that. I would put that higher than a Papa Murphy's. I put it higher than any chain. And right, man, I miss those take and bakes when the we should call them. Uh, I can't remember the names of them there, but they used to have little piggies on them. And they would pile it high and you take it home and bake it in the oven. You know, and there's like eight layers on it. Oh man, you can't beat those. And let me and let me actually uh, post a correction. They did mention Salamones as a tier, so uh, I'll, I'll back off on that. I'm, I apologize. Um, but even also, so, so even digging, also, like digging into this guy's. Uh, uh, post history it looks like he's done a handful of these like best ofs he did one for root beer he did one for alcohol and colognes it, here's how bad his takes are all right so okay he has best vodka best vodka is tito's you know solid pick yeah in his two that he picked for best rum malibu coconut rum is in that list that should not be so there you go. That should sum up everything <laughs> you need to know about this guy. His beer rankings got zero votes, but yeah, no, I think this is. Oh yeah, his beer ranking is number one's Rainier. Ooh, I mean, vitamin R. No one's gonna say it's the best. So, as even when uh, to Compton gave him a little bit of a roasting right there, um, he even said Cloverleaf is a cult classic in uh, Bremerton. Getting it as a kid. And I remember hitting a bunch of the older places that aren't exist in, in existence anymore. Uh, they did say he did say Camp Colvos as well, which I, I agree with. They've got pretty good pizza. Um, 
But I think my favorite thing about this post is that Tacoma people don't hold back. And the top comment right now, top voted comment, is uh, you have terrible taste in pizza. Just my opinion. (laughs) And then everyone just absolutely (laughs) agrees. And I even love that they kind of came back with, what's your favorite pizza place in the Tacoma? And somebody even responded, I think it was one of the best ones. It was like, I don't have a favorite. It's like the first time I tried the Colvo's Fancy Meat. Uh, This is the best slice I've had in Tacoma. They still go back, but it hasn't really lived up to that first one. But they even talked about other places they will order again. Bar Rosa, a pizza, which is down on the corner of, uh, I think, what, 11th and Pacific, down on that north end. Um, uh, Salamone's, Wooden City, which uh, we'll be talking about a little bit. E9, and then Tacoma Pie. Like, you have so many different places to go. Right. Oh, but I'd like to say it's also suggestive so much where, like, I'll I'll choose up my favorite pizza place based on the brand of olives they use. I mean, come on, you know, it, it could be they they could be the top, you know, four star Michelin pizza slinger in the uh, the the, the <laughs> Pacific Northwest. But if I get an aftertaste or a weird aftertaste from eating a fucking olive, they're off, man. <laughs> I also love this comment. PSP ranked lower than Papa Murphy's and The Rock. GTFO. Enough said this is a shit ranking, and someone responded with, no kidding, if you're going to rate stuff, make sure you've tried everything. Domino's? Roundtable? Fuck off with that garbage. You can get a you can get better at a truck stop in Fife. Also, don't discount truck stop food. Sometimes they got some gems in there, so I yeah. get what you're saying on that. <laughs> and then people coming up with, like, Bar Rosa, which I've never tried, but I'm down for trying on that. And it's just everybody is just messing with them hard. And the best comment, I think, to finish this off, see, this is how you find out about the best pizza. Post the wrong answer to ensure you get the right answer. <laughs> so Not thank you wrong. very much, Pericausality. And maybe that's what this guy's MO is. I'm just like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some engagement with people because that's what we're uh, that's I'm gonna post the wrong answer and make that happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. Even Tecompton Files is surprised that uh, Tecompton Files and our Tacoma are aligned. I love it. <laughs> Support for the Grit City Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Packages is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. We we did get the performance package 4.0 it's a game changer jeff how are your balls oh they're so good you don't know the level you, you could take them to as far as comfort and i'm going to say confidence i swagger i thought that was just the steps he was taking because his pants were down around his ankles <laughs> to show it off <laughs> let's talk about the lawnmower 4.0 the lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer that is the future of grooming and consensus with everyone the greatest ball trimmer you've got have ever used 100 best body hair trimmer i've ever used they're waterproof you just need to do the quick in out maybe uh you have some 
somebody coming over and you need to get it done quickly. Like, hey, hold on, I need to take a shower. You know, get my funk off. And then you can get yourself uh, trimmed up, cleaned up, use that ball deodorant. Makes your ball sack really smooth and soft. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. So the first thing I, I did do, I went to my wife and she was sitting down. So I showed her. I said, hey, what's this smell like? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? And she said it was better than the alternative. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GRITCITY. Unlock confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. One place that is down on South Tacoma Way that is uh, hitting the big shit. And I experienced this. Um, kind of offhand when last week I had mentioned that I was going to be going after that podcast recording to the Circle Pit Swap Meet at Real Art Tacoma, which was fantastic. If you see them coming back around, uh, I absolutely suggest going, not just because I had some friends who were running it and selling some really cool shit there, but if you're into music, there were a ton of band tees and vinyls and all that sort of shit. Like, it was really neat, some of the stuff people brought. Uh, very much a punk rock swap meet with a lot of arts and crafts and stuff thrown in with it as well. Um, fantastic. But I was talking to the guy who runs it, Kevin. He's a, he's a friend of mine, not to name drop or anything. Oh, yeah. No, I went to uh, high school with him. Did you really? Yeah. Holy shit, God, every time, man, like the people that you know that I know constantly surprise me. Yeah, I went to, actually, I think junior high as well, now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, no, I've I've known him for forever. That is so funny. Yeah, I mean, I've known him through, you know, the business and doing, you know, radio for so long. And he's such a a force in the local community because he does a lot of the local programming for KISW and also Metal Shop. So... I know. Oh yeah. I know. Uh, Tacomans love the metal, and uh, love the metal shop. So uh, Kevin's also running the Circle Pit Swap Meet, and he had nothing but praise to say for uh, hanging out and setting this all up at Real Art. First off, they've got a great setup and a great stage and a great area to put something together, whether it be a show or. And we got to figure something out, by the way, guys. We got to do like a live thing or something. But um, just them hanging out and just getting some good foot traffic just on really kind of a revitalized South Tacoma way. And it's been going through this way for a couple of a couple of years now. And it's really neat to see uh, a a vibrant nightlife, but also daytime. We've got church cantina down there. Some of the old dives that you might remember, like the mule is still there. Airport tavern. Now they've got the vibe lounge. They've got, uh, I know they have the event space where like SOS Pro Wrestling does their stuff on the weekends or Friday nights. And now one of the biggest things that has hit Tacoma in a long time is a little bagel shop called Howdy Bagel. And if you don't know anything about Howdy Bagel, um, let me just read their page because you can go to howdybagel.com and find it. But their little blurb says, located in the heart of the PNW sat one Texas boy who loved to bake. And coming from a big family that loved spending time around a dinner table, he wanted to share his love for baked confections with everyone. Fast forward three years and one quarantine later, and you get Howdy Bagel. Jake Carter and his partner, Daniel Blagovich, were brought together by food and cooking and wanted to give that back to the city. 
So through long nights and early mornings, they're perfect. they perfected their recipes of deliciously homemade bagels and perfectly whipped schmears and are excited to be a part of Tacoma. And you know what? The line around Howdy Bagel has not um, quelled. Uh, and that was one of the things that Kevin was saying, that um, the attendance for the Circle Pit swap meet was great just from a lot of people who were waiting in line and uh, at Howdy Bagel and saw that there was an event happening down at Real Art and just decided to go check it out and ended up buying some amazing shit. And I think that's just amazing because if you don't know, there's no other fucking bagel shops in Tacoma, which is the strangest thing I've ever heard of until a lot of people were posting going back to the Tacoma Reddit. We're like, where can I get a fresh bagel? Because, yeah, you can get them at shops or at, like, grocery stores, but they're not, like, fresh-made bagels and not done, as people will say, quote-unquote, correctly, which I don't know the process of making bagels. So maybe at some point we can get these guys when they're a little less busy um, to talk about bagel making with us. But the, the fervor of bagels in Tacoma is massive because the only other place that was doing something like this was a place in Gig Harbor. And a lot of people aren't willing just to go to Gig Harbor for the bagels. Yeah. It's one of those weird things. Like Tacoma has a lot of food, a lot of different options for food, but there are noticeably missing things. Like, like you said, bagels, they're really the only game in town right now for bagels. Uh, I was listening to a, uh, another podcast that's been on my list for a while. Um, where they're focusing on stuff around Austin, Texas. And, you know, they keep talking about, like, what's the best uh, breakfast taco place? And I'm like, you know, that's, again, something that Tacoma really doesn't have. No, not at all. Closest we have are, like, breakfast burritos. Yeah. And right. you can get those at a different, a bunch of different places. And there are a lot of good boozy breakfast places, but not something like that where you can just go and pick up sort of aspect of it. And with Howdy Bagel... You got a bunch of different bagels. I love the fact that their bagels are $2.53. And uh, you can get a baker's dozen for uh, 23 bucks. And just looking at all the lists, they've got sandwiches. You can do a whole bunch of different aspects on that. A bunch of other treats. They have a daily cookie. You can just ask your bagel baker what it is. They got cinnamon rolls. And holy shit, brioche cinnamon roll with a big scoop of vanilla cream cheese frosting. Get the fuck out. I'm in. I'm in for all of this. So once they settle down, I'll probably get in there. I mean, I'm still not a stand-in-line kind of guy. I'm not either. They've been open for, what, a month now, a month and a half, and it's yeah. still that popular? Yeah, like major props to them on making that happen. And you can find out all their stuff at HowdyBagel.com. But if you're down for if you're down for the bagels, check it out and let me know. Maybe buy me one um and then bring it on by because again like i said i don't really want to stand in line <laughs> uh jeff yeah i want to hear from you because we previously talked about your whole incident with your fence oh, getting yeah. absolutely destroyed yeah and uh recently the old pictures came back and you got some yeah. uh you got a new fence and a new gate and that shit looks fancy 
Right. Big shout out to the guys who did it. Uh, his name's Wesley Little and his crew. Um, they work. Uh, he, I think it's a uh, Wesley's um, uh, company's called Timeless Finishings. Nice. LLLP or LL. It says LLLP, but I don't know if it's LLC. But anyway, Timeless Finishings from Roy, and we'll get more information up. I'll, I'll put it up on our shout outs page. Um, but they 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 service uh, Roy and Tacoma and out here. Um. They did it quick. They were easy to talk to. Nice. Um, any questions they could answer. Uh, any issue that me or the wife had, they fixed. And and, it, and if it cost a little extra, they said, yeah, this is how much it costs. Nice. Um, you know, and we, we could adjust it. So they were, they were very uh, um, uh, respectful. And, nice. You know, all the way around. So we had a great experience. I... Um... You you posted the pictures or sent us the pictures, and I have to admit I got a little jealous of oh. uh, of that double gate. Right, that some, that's fancy. Some fancy shit. I'm gonna post it in our little chat right now because I'm stealing it from your page. But that's right. a nice fucking gate, and I'm just like looking at this and like they have put together a really nice fence. And they did fuck, dude, it's nice. Right, and that's a hand. You know, of course, that's a handmade gate that they bought the the hardware for, and they, mm-hmm. they put it together right, right on site, right here. That was um, that's what our uh, my brother in law did with our gate, um, wow. which is how we ended up with uh, a lot of the uh, the extra power tools because people were bringing them by. But it was one of those <laughs> you can get, yeah, you can get a gate set up, and just having the people who have the know how to put it together, yeah. And just the simple fact that you were like, I mean, you didn't have a fence and you had people walking by just looking at you while you were just like hanging out in your your right. living room, essentially. Right. We got big. Yeah. So it, it was a uh, uh, what? Oh, I, I got to tell you. Yeah. It it's a I was going to tell you two stories at yeah. once. They were coming out of my brain at the same <laughs> time because having a fence now and we our other fence that we had didn't cover the area The that picture is the newer part that we're, we covered so we're I, I guess we could call it reclaiming private space we're reclaiming some private space back uh, because that was the side of our, our our fence and we look out on the street but the problem is people on the street could look right back into our big windows <laughs> and i loved having the big windows right so you look out and see things like we had a goose a big ass canadian goose just land in a neighbor's yard and stay there all day and we couldn't tell if it was injured or if it was crazy or whatever. And it stayed there till it started to get dark and it kind of walked out to the street and it sat down and I went in to go get some weed. Cause I was going to go out and watch the goose and it flew away or, and I go, wow, that's weird. And then at the, I, I go out, smoke my weed. I come, I come back in and, I go back out and I, uh, I I walk past the window. Within that time of me putting my weed back, there's a there's a bunch of deer. There's the mama deer <laughs> and the two baby deer. I'm going, Robin, you won't fucking believe this. I said, we got fucking deer. And there's a goddamn bunny out there. One, one of the baby's <laughs> deer started chasing a little bunny across the fucking park. I'm going, this is ridiculous. Well, that's but what happens when you live out in the, the deep Puyallup and shit. <laughs> right. But but then I, I said we lose that when we put that fence up. You know, we, we do yeah. lose our, our thing. So it, it is a uh, catch-22. But the, the style of fence, uh, 
you know, it's very walk, 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 I can't even talk, welcoming to the eye. Yeah. So we can do a lot with it. It does add to the real estate or the, not the real estate, but the aesthetics of the real estate. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like a good fence. Like there's, I mean, they say, they talk about that curb appeal and that's a real thing, but just having it and just like a new fence just looks good. Like our new gate looks fantastic. And I'm looking at the rest of the fence and I'm like, fuck, that's going to be expensive to replace, but wouldn't it be nice to have a new one? And then I'm like, well, oh, maybe at some point. I do love the fact that you were mentioning, you mentioned the goose though, because you sent a picture of that and nobody thought that was real. Right. It looked like a right. decoy. Every time I tried to get a picture, because I thought so too. I thought that don't look real. So I waited. I waited and the fucker wouldn't move when I'm looking at it. But as soon as I put the phone down, it'd get up and like stretch his big asshole wings. The wings were fucking <laughs> huge. And so I'd whip like, I'd go, oh fuck, I'd get my eye can't, you know, up and it'd sit right back down and then look, you know, and it's like, fuck you, goose. <laughs> my favorite part about that was like Scott was trying to instigate. He was like, you can take it. You're just, you did not oh, fall for that bait. <laughs> no, nothing scared that goose. People would pull up and stop and take pictures of it. Um, by, by the way, just up the street from us is, uh, it's like they have a lake, a little, uh, man-made lake and yeah. geese hang out there all the time and people, and it's right by the busy road and stuff like that. So they're used to people interaction. So we were thinking this guy was either, you maybe just wanted a day off from the pack, you know, from, <laughs> from the herd, let them all hang out at the busy pool. And he'd hang out underneath the neighbor's sprinklers. And it was one of those sprinklers that gently go back and forth. You know, it looks like a big fan, a fan of water, you, you know, and he would go and just sit underneath that. And then when he'd get done, you know, he'd get up and go sit in the, in the, in the sun, dry off. Nice. You know, it was just having a day. He was just having a little holiday, right? <laughs> it's like the funniest thing is we've get, we get our, uh, we get our wildlife, which are like the crows and the squirrels, you know, neighborhood cats, which are some, some of the most hardcore cats I've seen in a long time. And, then like maybe the occasional possum or raccoon family and you're dealing with like the next level it's like deer geese like a, a lot of the right. a little bit a little bit slightly wilder animals oh yeah no yeah they're they're in it there's nothing like friendly about them they're wild <laughs> natured natured wild animal that's there to survive it's like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to scare you too much, but maybe the next time we have Suzanne on, we'd be like, so tell us how evil geese really are. And then she right. could get into that. Oh, well, we used to hunt Canadian geese. So that what? was, that was like a family tradition. Like Christmas time, we'd get up at fucking two o'clock in the morning to open presents for dad could go uh, drive and, and get to the, the, the hunting grounds to. Oh shit! That's funny. yeah. So we know how mean geese are. <laughs> well, we don't. We don't hunt any. I don't hunt for sure. Uh, you know, I'd rather take pictures of them than anything. Fair and enough. D- definitely leave them alone, man. Yeah, they get territorial so fucking quick. Oh yeah. And, that, and then I thought that for that poor guy, I said this. You know, if they like a place too, they'll come back and they'll bring more with them. Oh, bring all their mm. little fucking geese buddies shitting all over the place. And then you got to deal with that. Right. All because of our fence. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, it's fucking open. Let's do this. Um, Before we get out of here, I got one more thing, which uh, it's kind of a nice bookend because we did start talking about Tecompton Files and the fact that there is crime in Tacoma. And 
that's just one of those things that is uh, uh, a reality. There's crime everywhere, and that's that sort of shit. And you should like know what you're getting into when you move into a city. So seeing stuff like the Compton Files, seeing stuff like just going to the Reddit, but also just looking at news reports and seeing some stuff might get you a little bit more informed. To that end, sometimes there's something that might actually uh, bring more people to the city as a national news story that was on the Today Show, which declared that Tacoma ranked one of the top five best places to live. And I know Tecompton even posted this and then was like, who are, what are they talking about? And starting it off, it says it was listed as one of the best places to live and move into, according to a study from bankrate.com. And they looked at the criteria such as well-being, affordability, job market, diversity, and migration. And there's a longer, more detail. Like, they post a link to the whole entire thing. And it really feels like it's based a lot on real estate. And uh, the study was featured on the Today Show, which it said it was more appealing city for those looking to work in Seattle since the cost of living is about 20% cheaper in Tacoma. And the website also highlights the city's vibrant natural habitat, museum district, and festivals, which continue to impress, which is true. And even as the Compton Files says, uh, to be fair, there are a lot of benefits of living here. He just feels like the whole thing was sponsored by the Tacoma City Council, which I wouldn't necessarily disagree with. It's always interesting when you see these things, having worked a little bit in PR, that you see... um one of these posts and you got to kind of like follow the links a couple of times and see who really made this. Like when some certain places will be like, this thing is completely safe and will never hurt you sponsored by a study or a done by a study sponsored by the same people who are saying that this is perfectly safe. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's, it's one of those things where like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. And when they do talk about the fact that it is, 20% cheaper to live in Tacoma than it is Seattle. Yes, as a person who lives in Tacoma and works in Seattle, um, I think they're also discounting the big major um, detriment to that, which is the fucking traffic. The traffic is horrifying now again since Amazon has to go back into the office a couple times a week. And it's not getting better on that. They're still working, and they've done a lot of improvements over the years. Um, but you have to really look and see whether or not you're willing to do an hour commute or you know, take the train if that's a, a possibility for you to get in to the city. Because I have, at, ver- at the least, an hour commute into the city, and I start at about 6 a.m., and... It has gotten up to, I've almost hit two hours at one point just because people in this fucking state can't drive. And for some reason, a little bit of rain will fuck everything up. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> right. it's fucking to, it's fucking Tacoma. It's Seattle. It's Western Washington. You should know how to drive in the rain by now, but they don't. They also mentioned in this was uh, Tacoma or oh, travel Tacoma president, Dean Burke. Hmm. Uh, what was that? What was that there uh, to Compton Files? Um, 
he said the thing we do here all the time when people get here that they're especially uh, they go wow i didn't know it was this good this is really cool and now the city is focusing on preparing for growth with building more housing and expanding it and there's a whole bunch of things with rent control that's going to be happening soon um with bills so if you live in this city just make sure that uh, you're looking at those if you're a renter. It's a big idea with that. And then even noted in this uh, article, Tacoma Pierce County Chamber of Commerce CEO Andrea Ray, said in a, Andrea Ray said in a statement, the most important economic development resource in any community are the people who live and work there, and you won't find a better people in anywhere in the world than in Tacoma. There's this, this thing is just fraught with uh, typos. For a King 5 uh, news article, that was a little rough on that. But I have to agree. I do love Tacoma, but also know what you're getting into. And you should listen to our podcast to uh, get yourself all set up and informed about what's going on down here. And You might be onto something with that marketing. Anytime someone's like, hey, what's there to do in Tacoma? I'm moving to Tacoma. Just wreck the uh, GCP podcast to them. Yeah, that's the best idea because we have all sorts of shit that goes down. And even... uh, it does say, to Compton Files does say, it's convenient to live here, I should say. I'd be mm-hmm. happier living in the sticks, but mm-hmm. this place is definitely better than Seattle. I don't disagree on that. Tacoma's always had that chip on its shoulder for Seattle ever since the days of uh, the big fights between the Port of Seattle and the Port of Tacoma. Uh, the history with all of that is always interesting. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of times people are like, well, is Tacoma like the little brother of Seattle? And and I'd like to say no, unless it was like one of those, you know, punk rock, I'm in a phase, teenage, younger brothers who will also uh, uh, let out the tires well, of the well, uh, no, Seattle uh, Seattle car before they can go anywhere. Well, yeah, it's just like if something ever happened to the past, you know, we're both fucked, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, but, you know, so we kind of have to get along. But other than that, that's about our, our relativity. Right. And that's about it. And one of the big things is always to to keep Tacoma feared by the Seattleites. Um, and then if you uh, can withstand the uh, the onslaught of whatever Tacoma can bring to you. And then you can hang out and say, no, this is fine and we're down for it. And then everyone accepts you. That's one of the fun parts about this place, man. People will people will roast you, whether it be at uh, in the, the supermarket line or at your own wedding, as uh, <laughs> Rusty found out. But there's always love. And that's the one thing I've always loved about Tacoma is like you can find a community of people that uh, respect you and from whatever background right. you come from. Right. right. There's a yeah, lot so of people a bar, out here. Yeah. So in a bar fight, so if you did want to start a bar fight, half <laughs> the bar would probably back you up and half the bar would try to kill you. So, but at least half. Yeah. But it, be with it might be a fair fight then at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you'd still probably get your ass kicked, but only by half the people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point on that. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you everybody for listening. Really appreciate you checking us out. Hit us up at, gritcitypodcast.com to find all of our older episodes and if you have found uh, a guest that you think might be good for us or maybe you've hit up a pizza place not on this list or if you just want to argue about the pizza stuff you can hit us up on our discord talk to us live email us info at gritcitypodcast.com listen to all of our other old episodes if you go over there to gritcitypodcast.com hang out have a great time 
and really experience what it is that makes Tacoma special. And until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>